Get it? Yeah, Isaac. Yeah? What is a mouse's favorite board game? I don't know. Parcheesy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Engage Family Gaming Podcast. This is episode 200, and I am your host, Stephen Dutzman. As always, this week, I have two special guests. First, not so much a guest, she's here all the time. That is Amanda Farrow, the Princess of Power and Editor-in-Chief of SuperParent.com and GameDaily.biz. Any other websites that you've taken over in the last month? No, I'm planning on announcing more hostile takeovers in the new year. Sure, fine. So just let me know so I can work it into the script. Also, <laughs> joining us um, to help celebrate the video game half of our episode 200 celebration is the man behind the curtain, John Tomlinson, the founder and sole operator of Six Pack Nerds Productions. John Tomlinson, how are you, sir? I am excellent. My job let me go tonight to come here and help you guys out. Well, because you told them that it was a big deal. Episode 200 of arguably the biggest family video game podcast in the universe. I can't say the number one on the internet because I don't think that's true, but arguably the biggest in the known universe. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot of competition, so we're good. So you told them and they were like, wow. Uh, yeah. You were here for 13 hours yesterday, and we don't want you here anymore, so get out. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so this week we're going to talk about video games. Next week we're going to celebrate on the board game side, and I may have some special guests still working on it. But um, we're going to talk about video games to start, because that's kind of how it all began. Um, and we're going to start by going around the horn, because it's been a minute. I apologize. First off, I apologize to Amanda for canceling on her two weeks in a row Um, at the last minute. um, I know how much you enjoy our chats, but um, number one, we had to like prepare. And number two, uh, man, it got busy these last couple of weeks. Um, Who knew having children made things busy? Uh, Every parent on earth knows that having children makes things busy. So, um... The since we've taken like a year and a half off, uh, that means we have definitely all played in a, internet years. It, it, a mil- in internet years. Yeah. If we think about how much news has happened in the last month since we recorded, man, has there been a lot of stuff. And we're going to talk about that in the next segment. But we have definitely played a ton of video games. All three of us have so many. Now, some of them can't talk about because of embargoes and. ESRB oh, ratings. My embargo is up, but the ESRB rating does not cooperate. Yes. Um, if you're a grown-up, I suspect you're going to want to look at the Outer Worlds later on, um, because lots of people have been gushing about it. Um, because Winky Face. That's because Winky why. Face. Um, it is... Uh, I will be playing it. Um, and it's free on Game Pass. It is free on it Game is. Pass. Well, alright, it's included on, on Game Friday. Pass. Can we say it's free? Because it's included, right? It's included. Yeah, but it, it feels like it's free, right? I know. Like you right? internalize Every, that yeah, subscription yeah, yeah. service. It's like, oh, they're all free games. Care. I'm not yeah. paying for these. It's kind of like the Mandalorian is going to be free on Disney Plus, but like really, we're all paying seven dollars a month for it. 
Um, I, 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 we could talk for an hour about how good of a value Disney Plus is. <laughs> Yikes. Um, I we do could not... talk about subscription services for the next couple of hours. Yeah, we I could. Have thoughts about that business model, fam. Guess, the fact guess that what? you could watch all of Gargoyles and DuckTales. Um, Hello, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't care. Thank yeah, you. Listen, um, you know what? Uh, let's put a pin in the subscription service thing. Because, Amanda, okay, that sounds like a whole episode. Yeah. Um, and we'll About do that. Services. That sounds yes. like a great topic. Love, I'm loving that. So, um, speaking of subscription services, uh, let's talk about Apple Arcade because I know oh my God, yes. you played a bunch of Apple Arcade games, and so did I. So why don't you start by talking about a few, and then I have some catch up to do to tell people about some of our Apple Arcade games of the week. Okay. I don't have Apple Arcade games of the week, but I definitely have a lot of Apple Arcade games that I played. Because you don't want to limit yourself. So, I will limit myself, I promise. Okay. I promise. So, I have been playing Cat Quest 2. I did mm. not play the original Cat Quest. I missed the boat on original Cat Quest. Yeah, you did. Much that is to a, my personal chagrin. Because that is 100% Amanda game. Cat Quest is yes. Amanda game. Yeah, that's an Amanda game. It really, really is. Mm -hmm. um, but Cat Quest 2 has a dog, which makes it even more an Amanda game because I am a dog person. Okay. I like cats. I do. But I love dogs. That's why I have two of them. So I've been playing a lot of Cat Quest 2. That game is so much fun on the iPad. It's not as good on the iPhone because I feel like that's the kind of game where you need, you need to spread out. You need a big screen in order to enjoy it. And also, traversal is very challenging on a tiny little screen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, touch controls for an action RPG? That's the problem. That's why you need it the works. iPad. It works? All right. It works on the iPad. It genuinely does. Um, it doesn't work so much on the iPhone, though. I tried it on the iPhone, and I'm like, no. Right. No good. Okay. okay. That's, so that's, that's my biggie. Two. The weekend can come back. Cat Quest 2 is really... I, I, I am... It has not made any of our lists yet, but I suspect it'll come soon. But would man, you call it a uh, perfect game? Oh, oh. pretty meowtastic. Oh, yeah, guys. I mean, I'm the bad. Yeah. I'm the dad joke guy here. Um, okay, Excuse so that's kidding But I make so many dad jokes. Yeah, that's what we do at work all day. All right. Okay, you do. You do make dad jokes. You met my partner. My goodness. I have. I have. He's like the king of dad. I yeah. learned from somewhere. You did. You did. All right. So so that's Cat Quest 2 is numero uno. What's the next one? You got any more? Yes, of course I do. Um, I have also been playing Card of Darkness, mm -hmm. which is this cutesy little... How do I even describe it? Card of Darkness is... It's like a dungeon dive. So you are going in and you are trying to defeat these dungeons by picking up swords and daggers and potions and defeating enemies by tapping on them and it gets continuously harder so you have to match up your um so let's say that you are about to fight like something that has an even amount of hit points you have to hit it with something that has a, an even amount of damage on that particular um, weapon. Okay. Otherwise, it breaks. Ooh. So if it breaks, there are only a number of limit. There are only a limited number of weapons in a given level. So if you screw it up badly enough, 
you're going to end up having to punch everything, which means that you can't soak any damage whatsoever, hmm. and you are at the mercy of the enemies. Wow. So it's really hard. Like, okay. This game is deceptively difficult, and you're trying to like cut a path through these enemies in order to get to the stairs that will take you to the next level or to the end of the level that has the card of darkness. Okay. Which you can then equip and use at the end of the level. Okay. All right. If this was like two years ago and that game got released, it would have 100% been like a free-to-play microtransactions all over the place. It probably would have had like energy and all sorts of and other gated mechanics. Content. Gated content. And uh, the... And it would have, like, fought against you to enjoy it. Like, it would have been, like, yep. an angry cat. Like, just I just want to love you. And it's like, no. I just want to love you. And this is the game. The game is very weird. It definitely looks weird. I wish you guys could, I wish you guys could see this. We got to do some, like, video podcasts at some point. Yeah, so I um, could, like, show off the games I'm playing. I mean, we certainly could. I have the technology to do that. Um, sure you do. Um, yeah. So... All right, so that's Card of Darkness and Cat Quest 2. Man. All right, so what else? How about one more? And I then can we'll do one more. All right, do one more, and then, I'll, and then I'll pop in. Okay, Pinball Wizard is the other one that I have gotten almost all the way through. This is the weirdest game I've played in a long time, and I love really weird games. I don't believe me. that it's the weirdest game, one of the weirdest games you've played in a long it's time. Because you play some weird, weird it's stuff. It's extremely weird. Well, okay, yeah. You got a point there. You play some weird <laughs> stuff, bro. I do. That's my job. And I mean that. I really out. like narrative games. It's my favorite. So anyway, Pinball Wizard is weird in the sense that your wizard is the ball that you are pinning around. Sure. <laughs> and you have to the aim of the the aim of the game is to like climb as many, you know, parts of the tower as you can because you're trying to like put the marble of life back together so the world is sure you know saved sure. or what anyway Whatever. the narrative is very thready it doesn't the narrative doesn't matter is the, the narrative that... better or worse than street fighter considering i have never played the new street fighter i don't know i'm gonna guarantee that it is better okay Cause... i will take your word for it <laughs> um because Anyway, yeah. All right, so... Anyway, it is a pinball game. It is a pinball game where you can level your character up. It's a pinball RPG. So your wizard is your pinball. Sure. And you're just, like, you're shooting the wizard all over the place, and you're leveling up, and you can throw ice balls so you can freeze your enemies and, and shoot across the, the dungeon to try to defeat enemies, and you have to unlock the next room by defeating enough enemies to find the key. Um... And enemies are all different, too. So some of them, like, get really mad if you come near them instead of hitting them directly. If you, like, are around them, they turn red and flamey and horrible. And if you hit them, you take damage. So, and if you end up falling off the tower, you end up taking damage. So, I mean, it's a really challenging game. I'm almost done. I've made it to the last level. It's really hard. <laughs> all right, I bet. I mean, it sounds like... It sounds like Metroid Pinball meets Marble Madness, yes. which is like, yes. which is insane to me. That's I mean, listen, I'm gonna go download it it's as soon as we're done. Game. It sounds great. It's a bonkers game, you can play it. It's super good. Sure, that I'm, I I I am intending to sound sincere. Um, it's just hard for me to sound sincere talking about a game about a wizard that is hit around like a pinball. 
But I'm I a wizard. What am I supposed to do? So um wizard at the same time. Sure. Sounds great. Listen, I'm gonna play I'm gonna play it. I'll report back. Um I look forward to Okay, so EFG has a new thing we do. Every Monday, we declare a EFG Apple Arcade Game of the Week that's actually going to have its own podcast very soon. Um, we have started recording them. Um, so the first time, we uh, our first game... Man, I can't even remember what it was. It was only three weeks ago. Um, but it doesn't matter. You can go back and listen to the last one. Um, but we have two more, because we've had a bunch of weeks. So two more. The first one is called Word Laces, and this one was chosen by Maggie. Yay, so, Team Maggie! I want to make it very... So, I want to just point this out. This is a spelling and word puzzle game that was chosen by a six-year-old. Now, um, the, she's actually literally playing it on my phone right now on the other side of the room. So, Oh my goodness, bless her. So here is the shtick for Word Laces. Uh, Word Laces is a game where you are, uh, there's a picture at the top of the screen, and then underneath it are a series of letters and letter combinations that you have to connect together to make words, the words being represented in the picture. So, okay. um, sometimes it'll be single letters, sometimes it will be, um, you know, a combination of single letters and, you know, up to three or four letter combinations, and when you connect them, a shoelace ties them, so it's like you're tying a shoe to oh. make the word, and so each level is one photo um, representing a bunch of different things. It's kind of like Dixit kind of level where, you know, bringing some board game stuff, but it's Dixit where some of the pictures are oh, very yeah. interpretive. Um, and so the way I, I knew like this that, is I was sitting with Maggie and I brought this game up because it just looked kind of neat and I knew that it, there was going to be nothing questionable in it. Um, and so I just started playing and I got stuck on a level and she goes, daddy, um, the word is love. See? And then she drew love because it just so happened that that's what it was. Um, and I was like, what do you? What's going on? And so I just gave her my phone. And she just cleared the next two or three levels. Um, so it does not hurt that she is smart. She gets that from her mother. Um, but the um, but the fact that the, all the letter combinations are there um, helps, right? Because there's some level of, you know, a little bit of experimentation. There are no lives. There are no chance, like... You can just play the game. Um, and you can ask for hints. There's a little light bulb at the bottom, and it'll do the first two and get you started. Um, she's on. Maggie, what level are you on? Um, I have no idea. Okay. It's in the 50s, at least. Um, and most of it, at this point, she has done herself. So she chose Word Laces. Again, this is free as part of your Apple Arcade subscription. If you are cool with word puzzles... Um, then this is... Level 58. Which level? 58. 58. She is on. Um, Get and it, my I girl. probably did 20 of them. So she's done... She's going crazy. Um, Dang. and the cool part is as you complete the levels, you unlock different kinds of shoes, which are... Which change the color of the screen and the color of the shoelaces. Okay. Um, so currently, I think she's rocking uh, some neon green running shoes. So the shoelaces are green. But she could change it to dress shoes. I wish that for some reason 
to the brown. Oh, it changed back to the brown shoes? And okay, well, you can fix that. All right. Thank you, Maggie. I wonder if there's tap shoes Oh, I'm or sure. ballet shoes. Oh, I'm sure there are. So, okay. So, the um, so that's word laces. Very excited about word laces. Um, and then that this sounds really neat. So this week was actually chosen by the general herself, who will be uh, joining us next week uh, for the board game segment. So you actually get to meet the general what? for the first I'm time. I'm so excited! I know she's very excited to meet you too, Amanda. Um, Hooray! The strange woman that I've conjured forth from the internet and talked to every week. My wife desperately wants to know why you talk to me because she doesn't get it um so that was a joke it was a joke um although she made it so it works um oh come on (laughs) (laughs) um you'll get it when you meet her it's fine um so um she chose the enchanted world which is another puzzle game i kind of love that I'm so bad at it, though. Yo, it is a very hard puzzle uh, puzzle game. I could not finish one stage. Um, so, I finished one. Because uh, well, <laughs> you're smarter than me, Maggie. Um, Maggie's also smarter than me. Yeah, well, she's, she's really, really smart. Um, okay, so the Enchanted World, I think th- there are three things that people need to remember on this one. Um, it is gorgeous. Um, yes. I, I particularly love the lighting in this one. I know that sounds weird that I would be super praising the lighting in a puzzle game on my iPhone, but it's true. Um, this sounds like something I would do. Well, I've spent a lot of time with you over the last handful of months, so you're rubbing <laughs> off. Um, next thing you know, I'm going to play some like weird, goofy like Cthulhu dating sim and be like, Amanda taught me. Sorry, guys. Wait, are you um, talking about Monster Prom? Because that yeah. already exists. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, that's that's kind of, it wasn't what I was talking about. But as soon as I said it, I was like, "Oh crap!" Amanda knows this game. Um, so, um, listen, I could just roll dice and name weird games, and you've probably played it. So it's out there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it's out. It's definitely out there. Um, I've been to Bfig. I've seen. I've seen the depths. Um, I've seen things. I've seen. I've certainly seen some things. Um. I gotta play NYC next. You see some more um, things. Listen, I want to. We're going together next year, um, as homies. I know. I, I know a guy. They invite me every year. I just keep forgetting to get my tickets. <laughs> um, like you just need to remind me. Um, I will. So, all right. So first thing, it's gorgeous. Lighting is amazing. Um, basically, you play a wizard, which magic user type person who's traveling through the land and the idea is um the land in front of you gets scrambled more or less and so you need to do they're basically like these slide puzzles um and you will slide all of the tiles in a row um and you're trying to make a path for water to go or for a road to go so you can cross through it um and you're trying to make the land make sense um and, I wish I could make it make sense. And I I am terrible so at it. But it's one of those things where if you are good, because my wife is very good. You know those puzzles that are like the squares and you slide things around and you're trying to unscramble them. You know what I'm talking about. Like, so bad at those games. My wife is remarkably the good at them. Games, yeah. or, which is also why she beat the crap out of me in Rubik's Race. Um, of which if you want to see a, 
a video of my wife beating the crap out of me in Rubik's Race. You can go to our YouTube channel and take a look. She absolutely oh, kicked the garbage out of me. It was bad. Um, so she's <laughs> super good at this. Um, and so, so this is one of those games, and this is why I recommend it, but I think everyone should give it a try. But if you bounce, you bounce, and I, it was free um, as part of your Apple Arcade subscription. Um, so the mechanics are very simple. You come to the level. It presents in an isometric view this either a road or a river and you have to slide this slide the squares and complete whatever the line is whether you're completing a road or a river eventually both um and yeah it's really cool um what i really like is if you're completing a river like the water flows down the completed parts and like kind of sloshes up against the spot it just looks really good it's like little touches this is going to sound like super high praise and maybe even a little hyperbolic but just roll with me it almost feels like there are some nintendo touches there where it's just like the little things like the little details the way things move the way things settle um they really paid attention to the details this is another one that could not have been made three or four years ago like if this was just a free-to-play game um, it would have been, you know, it would have been it, it would have been disappointing. And if it was yeah. five bucks, no one would have bought it. Um, True. So yeah, so that's the Enchanted World. So those are the two I'm bringing today. Those are our two EFG Apple Arcade games of the week: Word Laces and the Enchanted World. I'm gonna have to go try Word Laces. Word Laces. So Maybe I'll get I'll get Vivi involved because she's go. starting to get into reading and stuff. Um, no, you know what, but that, that, and I absolutely think she could, because this is one of those things where it's not like you have to come up with the word out of nowhere. You have context, you have the letters there. And so to a degree, it's kind of like a word search. The difference is everything's kind of scrambled. Um, and so if, if she has that kind of mind where she can kind of arrange those things, it's great. The only downside is you can't like change the order of where the letters are. You know what I mean? You can't oh, move them it. yourself. You just have to kind of visualize them in that row where they are. Um, but okay. I mean, if I were to say downside, I would say that with like heavy air quotes. You know, it's just one of those things. Heaviest so, air quotes like this. The craziest air quotes. So, um, okay. So that's enough Apple Arcade. I think we made th- five recommendations. We were heavy on the it's Apple Arcade. never, ever enough Apple Arcade. True, but I want to hear about some of this Destiny 2. Shadowkeep came out oh, in the last yeah. Tell yeah. me about so, Shadowkeep. I haven't so, played it yet. So, Tomlinson, <clears throat> you've been playing some Shadowkeep. You played Destiny on the right. PS4? Yep. That's where you and I played. He helped me finish the... Uh, he helped me get the past the missions that I was stuck at. And, yeah. Yeah. He helped me. Uh, yeah. Um, so, tell me, my friend. Is it good? <laughs> it's excellent like they um they they know their audience now so basically what they do is um they it's basically they've turned it into a battle pass model mm-hmm. but like it's a lot of looking for loot and getting that specific gun that you have to grind for that you like a lot but the story, there's so much story and lore behind it that they give it to you, like right up front. Like, um, did you play Destiny One, uh, Amanda? I did. I played it extensively. So, like, Eris Moore is back. Really? We, we going to the moon? 
We're going back to the moon? We're going back to the moon, yes. Did the wizard come from that moon? Yes. <laughs> totally so there, there's like wizards. There's like, um, so what they did do was a lot of the environments and the enemies are remixes. Okay. So uh, they are nightmares. So you're going to go and fight Crota again and a bunch of other uh, old school Lori people to, oh uh, yeah. And then um, kind of a kind of a pain. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not as bad as it was because, like, you could max out pretty well. Like, there's no, like, you don't start really low. Like, they grind you up really fast. I so, did like, hear that. that. I hear bad. that they pushed, yeah. they pushed, like, the minimum level up so yeah, that the, everybody. The, is, the minimum's, there. like, now 750. So just by logging in, you're at 750. Um, okay. This is also available on Steam and Xbox and you could cross save now, so you could the take cross your. Save is so good. You could take your guy anywhere now, so um, that that part's really cool. So, um, but then there's a lot of um, there's a couple new maps for like uh, Crucible, which is their PvP. Um, they did this new thing last year called uh, Gambit, which I know Steven didn't get a chance to play, where it was. Uh, it's PVE, but also PVP. So, yeah. like, you're fighting somebody else. You're fighting bad guys, but then you will you get a chance to pop over to the enemy's map, the other person's map, and oh, then okay. go fight those bad guys. Fight oh, uh, the other guys. I remember guys. reading yeah, about this. That is a lot of fun. They did a newer version of Gambit a couple months ago called Gambit uh, Prime, I think. Or was nice. the other way around? They called Gambit Prime Prime and something else. But um, now yeah, there's two they, gambits. Yeah, there's two gambits now. Right. And there's okay. a whole there's a whole lore behind that guy that uh, finished up like uh, in the springtime, because he's like a very sketchy dude. Like he to get his quest, like you you like duck under like a half drop. Like you know what? When you go to the mall and they're closing the gates. Yes. Yeah, so it's like halfway down. So you duck under there to go talk to him the first time. And then they just like moved him to the basement in the tower now. So like all the sketchy dudes hang out in the basement now. So oh, it's all I mean, like that's a cool dudes. place to yeah. hang out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, isn't yeah. that the truth? Sketchy dudes hanging out in the basement. So let's so let's get everybody so we just like dove head first into yeah, Destiny yeah. 2. So for those folks that haven't listened, because we haven't talked about Destiny 2 on the podcast in a hot minute, so let's get yeah, everybody caught up. Minute. So the interesting thing, uh, Destiny 2 is owned by, uh, is is per, uh, developed and published by Bungie, who mm-hmm. is themselves now. They used to be owned by Activision, right? Were they owned by Activision, Amanda? Uh, no, they were not owned by Activision. So Activision. This is, I wanted to get the facts. So they okay. only published the okay. um, the IP, which is how Bungie was able to be like peace. Yeah, fair and enough. Get back to publishing their own stuff. So thank you. Um, I knew I, I knew you'd have have my back with the facts. Of uh, shout out business to writer sometimes knows stuff. Shout out to I would say all the times. Uh, shout out to GameDaily.biz. Um, so. 
Uh, Bungie makes this game. It used to be published by Activision, and they had very strict rules on how this game was to operate. They refused to call it an MMO, even though for real, yo, it was an MMO. Um, yeah, from like and now screenshot one. <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, so it's an MMO, a shared yeah. world shooter. Oh, okay. Um, so now that's what they call what it. What even is that? Uh, D- Destiny. Apparently, they invented it. Um, yeah. but it's an MMO. So now oh. they call it an action MMO, which yeah. is like. Very free. It must be very freeing for the people at Bungie um, to yeah. finally be able to just call their game what they actually wanted to call it in the first place. Um, and so they have obviously changed a lot of their philosophies regarding how they sell this game because it is now free up to the newest expansion. <laughs> um, so, uh, and it's on Steam, which it never would have been before. Um, yeah. So this is. Uh, could you even imagine? Jeez. Um, so. It is, uh, this is one of those things, um, I talk about Destiny, and we include Destiny in our coverage for Engage Family Gaming because um, it is a T-rated shooter where you are shooting aliens as opposed to people, um, and so while it certainly earns its T-rating based on some of its intensity and you're fighting big old aliens, um, for parents that want to say yes to something... <laughs> um, yeah then this is your alternative to, you know, it's a very reasonable alternative to um, Call of Duty and Battlefield and some of the other more, you know, hardcore first-person shooters. But this is made by Bungie. This is not some, you know, amateur hour hack job. These guys invented this genre. So... um, so, With Halo. Exactly, with Halo. So this is one of those things which all three of us have put way too many hours in um gosh so, so many yeah. and they so that's why we, one of the reasons why we bring this game up because it is especially as we come around to holiday time there's gonna be a lot of kids getting consoles destiny is one of those free games that you can just kind of boot up and you know maybe they only get one maybe your kid only is getting one game you know they can yeah. <laughs> download fortnite and destiny those are some really good gaming experiences yeah, good for like a while yeah exactly um yeah. so a lot of content exactly yeah um especially and- destiny the the like grind up to um all the stuff that's already there all the free to play stuff is is hours. pretty massive of hours. if you're yeah if, if you because you get like everything from forsaken back I think, and all that stuff is like at least a month's worth of content. Yeah, yeah. If, it, if that, it's probably yeah. even more. And so, and th- that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring it up. Not just because Amanda and I desperately want to play this thing and have no time, so we want to live yeah. vicariously through the wizard. Yep. Um, it is, man. <laughs> it is I mean, so- truer words have never been spoken. Yeah. Yeah. But it serves I, an editorial I put purpose. Games on the shelf where it's just like there's some M games that are on my list, and it's just like I just I still got so much to do in Destiny first. Yep. All those other games will, you know, they the the they'll be there and they'll be discounted by the time I get around to them. Yep. So, yeah. You know. Man, Destiny two. And so Shadowkeep is the newest expansion. Do we know, like, when the next one's coming? Did they say when? So they've changed their model. So Shadowkeep is basically the new thing. Okay. And then, so if you call Shadowkeep, like, 2.5, and then uh, each season will be, like, a battle pass. So, 
so it's not that bad where like you pay like twenty dollars a season or something like that. But sure. then there's That's not bad. There's some other thing where if you pay the thirty five for Shadow Keep, I think it's another twenty five dollars or something, it's comes out to fifty or sixty dollars, you're good for the rest of the season. So until the next big update a year from now. Because they usually do yearlies and it's usually in September, October. Sure. Yep. You know, in the lead for sixty dollars for a whole year with all the content you could want across three different characters. True. It's a lot. I wonder when they're gonna add a fourth class. I feel like it's gotta be coming at some point. Um I don't we, know. They keep they keep it a pretty lot of fresh, rumors though. about for a fourth class and they're then there was a lot of rumors that more aliens were coming in this one, so like, I don't know. Somewhere on a whiteboard yeah. at Bungie. Yeah, there's a fourth they class. They put fourth class. Because yeah. um, they don't have, and this is one area, just to, the mm. one thing they do not have is a dedicated support character. Yeah, everyone, and this is because, of, and, and I think it's possible. And that's the crazier thing. Like, like if you look what's happened the last year, you know, Destiny is still number one out of the mouth in a shooter game as an MMO now, and like Anthem came and went, like wow. Anthem went down hard. So Anthem was like, never An- yeah. Anthem didn't have a chance. It didn't yeah. because that game was not ready. No. It wasn't ready. Yeah. It needed. And it's too bad because the traversal in Anthem was just. It and, felt and, so good to fly. And 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 Destiny did the craziest thing last year. They and you know, it's not a spoiler because it's in the trailer for it. But the opening of Forsaken, like the trailer, they they go off and they kill one of the best characters in the game. Why and they're still here. What? Yeah. Why you gotta spoil it for me? It's I'm in just, the trailer. I get, dude, it's, You've I get it. It's a joke. It. You it's a know joke. it. It's a joke. It's a joke. I'm just being sassy. And I love him. Um, Have you guys watched The Rookie? It's so good. Um, I, hard shift. You just broke my brain. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's Destiny 2. I I unabashedly love that game. Um yeah. I have a PC coming soon, so I might be. to play it. Um, I don't, but you know what? I got to stream something, guys. Gonna make- I got to stream yeah. an MMO. Yeah. Why not? Pretty right? MMO-y. It is. Inf- yeah. Not only is it pretty MMO-y, they actually call it one now. Um, yeah. They're allowed to. Um, so can I just also say, speaking of MMO-y stuff, Gambit is just Alterac Valley, but it's a shooter. Can we just, like, stop? It's Alterac Valley. World, World of Warcraft fans will remember it's just Alterag Valley. Um, I know it's not actually, but that's what it feels like to me. Um, anyway, um, that was a deep, 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 deep World deep, of Warcraft deep, cut. Deep. Um, yeah. Amanda knows. She's like, wow, Steve. Letting yeah, your dork, letting your dork flag like, fly. Wow. Like, like W-O-W. Yeah. Oh, wow. man. Man. This is why This is why he, we only let him on once every hundred episodes or so. Um, anyway. Um. So why don't so why don't we take a break? Wait, actually, I have one more game I want to talk about before we take yeah. a break. Um, Amanda, I played Link's yeah. Awakening. Yeah. Oh dang. Oh dang. Um, it is divine. So, um, I never I played. 
Yeah, you you need to you need to play at least a couple hours of it. I don't know that you need to finish it. But I think you need to like, play a couple I hours. It, I played at 83, but I only played like a 20-minute demo. Yeah, you need to like like at least a good afternoon of it, I think is what you need to really like embrace just it's it is so cute. That's really what it is. This game is so cute. Yeah. Um and I never played the Game Boy game. Um, I didn't either. So I didn't have one. Yeah. Um, but it's Mike's favorite game. That's his yeah. favorite Legend of Zelda game. Is Link to the Past. You mean? Yeah, that's like Link's that Awakening for a lot of Link people. Link to the Past. Hmm? You mean Link's, no, Awakening, Link's Awakening or Link to the Past? Link to the Past. Okay, so this is supposedly there's actually um, a if you go to the video the video game historian he did a whole history of Link's Awakening. This was supposed to be a port. Oh, forgive Maggie, she's playing with the dog. Um, <coughs> um, the <laughs> she's running around in a sleeping bag apparently. Um, so it was supposed to it started as a port for. Link to the Past to the Game Boy. And then yep. it just went off the rails. Um, yeah. To the point where now it includes side-scrolling sections and Goombas and a Chain Chomp. It's just, it's just bananas. Um, it is... It seems bananas. So, it is absolutely gorgeous. The music yeah. is... I mean, they basically took the score from the Game Boy game and put it with an orchestra. Um, this is... I, like when they announced that they were remaking a Game Boy game, I was like, "All right, cool, whatever, right?" Like I was like, "Fine, they need filler." Um, now I get it. Like it was like, "Okay, yeah. there's something special about this game. Just the way that it's laid out, and just some of the cool, different things that they did. Like the last handful of Zelda games released on consoles have been all about kind of like reinventing it or showing that the Zelda formula is okay to change." Good night. Good night, Maggie. Um, and this is a you know, Breath of the Wild went one way, right? Like it went way bigger and yeah, yeah. blew up the linearity and just let you do whatever. Um, and what, th- what this did, it got back to the whimsy. Yeah, it got back to that art style that we liked, you know, from from the original game art, like for the instruction manuals, and we're just like. We could do this now. We can make this a real thing. Like, yep. we kind of went with, with Wind Waker, but, like, redid the whole game that way. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why it's so inspiring, so beautiful. Yeah. Man, yeah. I love it. This it's is such one, a pretty game. This is one of those things that I hope um, a lot... I, I'm, I'm of two minds. Like, one, I hope a lot of kids play this game. Yeah. Because it is cute, but also, you know, it's a real game. Like, there is game here. You know, there's plenty yeah, of... Yeah. I mean, they can play Paw Patrol if they just wanted a cute game. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But this is cute, but it's got chops. Like, this is going to challenge some kids. The only other piece is that this is, an, this is a, this is a shot-for-shot remake of the Game Boy game. To the point where, like, if you watch videos side-by-side, it's just uncanny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which means... It's hard and kind of obtuse. Yeah. So there's some places there were there was one occasion where I just literally had no idea what to do, um, and I was like, "Hey Evan, tell me what to do because I know you did this." And he's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I 
And I'm like, dude, I'm an adult. I don't have time. (laughs) Um, And I'm like, I could just look this up on YouTube or I could ask you to tell me where to go. And he was like, nah. So I looked it up on YouTube. I'm like, he's like, dad, that's cheating. And I'm like, first off, no, it's not. No. Um, Second of all, this YouTuber needed his clicks. I'm just helping. Um, I'm contributing to his, I don't know. I'm not really helping anything. Um, It is... Uh, so there. That's my only concern is that if this is like the only game that some kids get, like they get a Switch and then they get Link's Awakening, it, it's a little obtuse in places. So I'm hoping people find some really good walkthroughs online. Um, I'm yeah. sure IGN has one. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, but man, it's so beautiful. Do you guys? Is it physically in your home, Amanda? Oh yes. Okay. Oh, you guys got? Here. Did you guys get the collector's edition? Because Mike's a dork. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> yes to yes to both. Yes to yes, yes to all. Yes to all. Yes, yes we have it. All. Yes, we got the collector's edition. Also, yes, Michael is a dork, um, and that's okay. Um, I mean that with the utmost love and respect. Um, I okay, dress I call up like, Mike a dork all the time. Yeah, he earns it. Um, his, also, his response is that's fair. fair. Um, I mean, I dress up like an elf, so yeah, I can't call anyone a dork. Um, yep. And you're going to do that with me. I uh, officially recruited her, John. You'll have to come to that event. Um, uh, we're bringing her to Cinderfell. Um, so we'll talk about that later, folks. So anyway, so let's take a break because um, mm-hmm. we need one. Then we're going to come back and we're going to do two. We're going to have two more segments. One, we're going to gaze into the future. Another one, we're going to uh-huh. take a little look back at EFG history to celebrate episode 200. Yay. Hey everybody, this is Steve, I'm the host. If you like listening to this podcast, you probably like some of our other content too. You can find that all over social media, so make sure to head over to Facebook.com slash Engaged Family Gaming. Perhaps you might like to see some stuff on Twitter by going to Twitter.com slash E-F-G-A-M-I-N-G. Or maybe you just want to head on over to Instagram and look for Engaged Family Gaming there. See you later, guys. Bye now. Everybody. Welcome back to episode 200 of the Engaged Family Gaming Podcast. I'm still Steven. I'm still joined by both Amanda and John Tomlinson, the man behind the curtain. Um, Amanda is, as always, the princess of power. I should not not declare her title. Um, so um, let's gaze into the future because the last couple of weeks have been a doozy for video games. Um, Sony officially... <laughs> So, they officially admitted... I'm, I'm not going to call it an announcement. I'm going to call it an admission that the PlayStation... Like, it's okay, guys. What? We got this. We got this. We got this. They finally admitted that it is going to be referred to as the PlayStation 5. Um, so basically, all that did is just made it easier for business writers to not have to say the video game console that we assume will be referred to as the PlayStation 5. They can now just say like, the PlayStation 5. Right there. Yeah. 
Um, it saves all manner of editors from figuring out how they're going to do it. Um, the um, So they announced that. They said that it is coming holiday of 2020, which is next year. But they did it in a weird way again, Amanda. What does Wired have on them? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. Okay. Okay. So there's like, there's some weird speculation going on that because Wired is very much so like it straddles the line between being mainstream. Yep. And enthusiast, yep. right? And it's very tech-oriented. So yep. they have yeah. very tech-proficient writers and journalists that are actually able to, you know, I don't know, you know, keep a lid on things and be able to yeah. ask those smart questions. I mean, additionally, it's just, I don't know, it's a good fit. At least it's it not is... going to the financial friggin' times. You're, you're right. It, it, you're right. You're right. It, it makes sense. I mean, if it... I mean, listen, but Sony, how about next time come to me for some exclusives? I will gladly announce the name of the controller. Um, how yeah. about that? It's the DualShock 5, but whatever, I'll announce it. It's fine. Um, so I, really, I'm just jealous. So um, Wired, once again, with the exclusive, talking about the hardware itself, and then a just random blog post on... Uh, on the PlayStation blog, talking about the controller and some of the other stuff. Um, yeah, it was we- it was weird, but exciting because we have a new console coming next year. Um, <laughs> we do. Um, so why don't we start, Amanda? Do you recall some of the the information from that that the Sony announced? Oh, I can do you one better. Um, are you gonna? I can go to. Are you gonna? I can go to my site. You're gonna cite us. Which one? Because I'm sure it was covered on both of them. You're gonna I'm gonna go cite to... on my site. Um. All right, hold on. I got this. There we go. PlayStation Five launching holiday 2020. Mm-hmm. All right. So some of the things that are like very like low key technical details. Um, the story, like Wired Story, de- Wired Story talked a little bit about you know the hardware level ray tracing, which ray-, ray tracing right now just feels like a buzzword, but it actually is really beautiful if you have a computer that can run it um, and not cripple literally every process in the same capacity. So not control. <laughs> so. The other thing that it's that it's got is you know it's a revamped UI, so you'll be able to you know you'll get a fresh look on the PlayStation Five that looks nothing like the PlayStation Four or might be a little bit like the PlayStation Four because I know the PS4 UI ended up cribbing from the PS3 UI. Um, Cerny, so Mark Cerny, he ended up talking to Wired also about you know the solid state drive. And how there will also be a 4K Blu-ray drive that can run discs with storage up to 100 gigabytes, which means that we are potentially going to be seeing ginormous games. Ginormous. So big. So big. So big. Which is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. That's the other... It is. It's really bonkers, right? But we're seeing lots of games these days that come in at a solid 60 gigabytes. Mm-hmm. Right, like the Outer Worlds is a solid sixty. 
So the other thing that they announced was the new controller. So the new controller, it doesn't have a name yet, will not be a rumble controller. It will not. It will not. The, it has hap feedback. The era of rumble is over. The era of rumble is kind of sort of mostly over. You kind of get the rumble over on, you know, your uh, your Switch with your Joy-Con. And you kind of get the rumble, I think, with, like, Xbox. You can, feels yeah. like there's rumbles on the yep. Xbox, right? Yeah, I don't now. play with yeah. Xbox enough. Yeah. There's definitely rumble on that. Yeah, okay, cool. Because I'm, like, rarely on my Xbox these days. I've just told on myself. Same. It makes me sad. I love I, I love Microsoft and I love Xbox, but I'm I play all my games on PC, so unless I'm playing something on the PlayStation. So yeah, uh, there's gonna be this. It's gonna be really interesting. We don't really know too much about their game lineup yet. Obviously, they're gonna be you know holding that very closely. I don't want anybody to know yeah. what their what the third and first parties are looking like, but. Uh, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. Holiday twenty twenty. So this time next year we're gonna be starting to ramp up to the PlayStation Five launch. In addition, I think, to Project Scarlet. Yeah. Which well, is also holiday twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, so it, it's possible that within like a month of each other, just like PS four and Xbox One. Yeah, I, I they're definitely gonna be within the same month, I think. Um I mean that would be that would probably be how things go it's not yeah. like they coordinate it yeah, but... they're just going to choose whatever time is best for consumers yeah because they want to sell and a bunch of them <laughs> they yeah. will be um so um so the one thing that you didn't bring up and it, about the controller that i do want to because is that probably the thing that i'm most excited about is the adaptive triggers the adaptive triggers are really interesting, yeah. So, for the first time really ever, um, the controller will be able to adjust the tension on the triggers on the controller yeah. um, so that, you know, you know, pulling a trigger on a gun might be slightly different than pushing the brakes on a speeding car or trying to draw a bow. Am drawing a bow because we all know we're going to be doing that a lot as Aloy in um, so a first party you mean to tell me a first party game a uh, first party game heavily influenced by running around in the mud and they reference specifically running around in the mud and drawing an arrow drawing a bow and an arrow and I was like oh so what you're saying is you're gonna you made the special don't give us number two <laughs> gorilla is gonna have fun cool controller junk to do in um horizon zero dawn whatever they're going to call the sequel um, very very important to remember about horizon zero dawn as well is that that is a t rating yeah oh man listen well, yeah. you know what that's going to come up later um this is a little, this is what we call a tease for the next segment horizon zero dawn being a t rated game we can't we talked about that quite a bit um that was pre the era of amanda as i like to call it um, but yes, Tomlinson heard me gush about that game across probably three or four dozen podcasts. It was pretty gross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> loved it. Okay. So, um, yeah, we don't know the launch lineup. Here's my prediction. Um, Madden, FIFA, <laughs> 2K22. Mm -hmm. Um, I would bet Just Dance will be on that thing. 
Yes. Um, <laughs> and um, Skyrim. <laughs> because, yeah, of course. Because, of course, Skyrim is going to be on it, because Skyrim is on everything. Um, and frankly... So, also... Uh... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Last of Us 2 oh, well... and Death Stranding. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. Right. Um, but yeah. I think... The th- I bring up Skyrim because Skyrim with no load times, fundamentally yeah. different game. Like yeah. the enhanced, forget enhanced editions or whatever. Skyrim with no load times, fundamentally different game. Um, I am so down with that. Anyway, so that's the PlayStation Five, and we also, and as Amanda said, the Xbox Scarlet or whatever they're going to call it. Hopefully, they give it a good name. I really hope they do because they've really not been helping themselves in the name department. Um. And that's coming. It's going to be another Battle of the Titans. Meanwhile, Nintendo's over here like, whatever. We just uh, Nintendo's out. eating everybody's lunch right yeah. now. So <laughs> They're like, whatever, guys. You notice they'll be selling their 10 millionth Pokemon game. Really not yep. caring. Probably more than that. They're going to sit. They're going to just sit over here and be like, you know, we've been like stealing your lunch money for a year, right? Yeah. Be like, welcome you to guys the know next... that. Welcome to the next generation. Um, we'll just put out Breath of the Wild 2. And just be just out. Um, man, I hope that happens. There are there there are some there are some pretty hefty rumors. Well, it yeah. has to come out. I mean, the reality is it has to come out eventually. That's the the one thing yeah. that helps my case on this is that eventually it ha- they announced it. Eventually they're going to release it, and I f- have a feeling it's either going to be this, this this coming year or the well, year after. It's not. Well, it's not this year. So, so oh. the development studio, Monolith Soft. Um, will be building the new Zelda game, and they handled um, Xenoblade and Xenosaga. So well, it's gonna be their it's gonna be their baby. Yeah, but I thought didn't we know? So that's the next Zelda. But I thought Breath that's of the Wild Two was made under was just. A, I was... think maybe it is. Yeah, hold on, let me check. My understanding was that Breath of the Wild 2 was like a Majora's Mask 2. Yeah, that's what I hear. So like similar assets. Yeah. Basically just more or less an asset flip, but Nintendo style. As much as I hate the term asset flip. I don't think it'll be an asset flip, but I see what you mean. Yeah, I'm I'm way using the word wrong just because it's faster. But, yeah, it's not like Symphony of Night, you know. No, that's not an asset flip well, you either. You literally flip the whole castle. Oh man, John, I'm so angry at you right now. That's not what an asset flip flip either. I, I, I'm so wow. mad. Wow. That was pretty smart, though. That was pretty good. good. That was pretty yeah, good. Like that was pretty good. Again, good. reminding everyone that's why we only let him on every 50 episodes or so. Um, because yep. it's really more like 50. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's the future. I'm excited about it. I mean, I'm buying them both anyway, so none of it matters. Um, None of it matters to me. Um, I think the only thing is this is going to be expensive. I think that's the one thing that I think – I mean, you get – you agree with me, right? um, I mean, I doubt – the one thing helping us all is that Sony screwed up with the pricing on the PlayStation 3 so bad. That we know that it can't be five. We can't be five hundred and ninety nine U.S. dollars. Like we can't do that. So, so there were some rumors today that it's got to be five hundred dollars. That's what I think. I, which I've that's, heard. 
that sounds about right. Yeah, four ninety nine ninety nine, which that sounds about right because that's about as much as you'll get because you're gonna you're gonna get that SSD and all the ray tracing and all all the bells and whistles, the four K and everything. But to put a bigger hard drive is gonna cost a chunk of change. So you'll see a second SKU with at least a hundred another hundred dollars, maybe two hundred dollars on it. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's gonna be a lot of dollars. So um, let's all take advantage of the fact that GameStop still exists, and you can go down and put fifty dollars down, and then pay a little bit off, and basically have layaway all next year. Um, yep. Because you know won't be around for the next generation, but for this one, we can all take advantage. Um, at least that's what I'm gonna do. Um, so well, the cool thing is the rumors about uh, backwards compatibility. So there's that possibility that I don't even think that's bad. I don't think that's a rumor. And... I don't even think that's a rumor. I, I don't think they... it's been confirmed. Confirmed though. Man, they're pretty sure Amanda. they confirmed it. What am I confirming? Didn't they confirm uh, the PS4 and backwards compatibility? Pretty sure they said that the first time. This, that's, I think that they might have said that in the original interview. Let yeah. me pull it up. It didn't come out this time. I'm pretty sure they said it. Um, And we know the Xbox, we know that already is. Like they just yeah, want it's Xbox supposed to, to be... have a backwards compatibility program. So yeah, this is this is going to be backwards compatible to the PlayStation Five, which does mean or to the F... PlayStation Four. Sorry, which does mean yeah. you know people are going to be able to either trade them in or sell them or whatever if they don't want to keep their PS4s. Um, but man, the the, <laughs> the value on PS4 probably not going to be a lot. But um, what are you going to do? I, I am very excited to see what happens. Next year's E3 is going to be very interesting. Crazy. And yeah. the predictions for next year's E3, which we have to remember, we have to get from Amanda in February. In February. <laughs> yep. um, because she... That, uh, otherwise, I'm going to be NDA to hell. Yeah. She has a professional yeah. advantage. Um, so, yeah. we have to, so we have to set her back a little bit. Um, but then the rest of us, we can... We can do our stuff later. Um, our so the predictions are going to be way crazier because now we got all sorts of bonkers stuff to talk about. So, folks, I'd love for you to give us your opinions. Um, so head on over to the Engage Family Gaming Facebook page. You can go there by going to engagefamilygaming.com/slash/facebook or facebook.com/slash/engagefamilygaming because we're fancy. So leave us a message, um, and we'll read them on future episodes. I'd love to hear what you think about. Um, the next generation. What are you most excited about? Are you really thrilled to play Just Dance? Uh, do you want to just... Did you skip the PS4? And you just want to play all the PS4 games on the PS5 when they uh, uh, ultimately enhance them? Um, man, listen, if you skip the PS4, <laughs> let me tell you about a few games. Um, cause yeah. you've got you've got You've got some good games coming if you skipped it. Um, so, yeah. Let us know, um, and we will uh, read and discuss them on future episodes, because surely we will be talking about the PS5 a lot over the coming year. A lot. lot. (laughs) Bet you it's going to come up in our most anticipated game-type things of 2020. Believe it or not, it's 2020. Oh, my God. I didn't even just... It didn't even occur to me. In two and a half... Two and a half months. In two and a half months. Oh my god. Okay, anyway, before I start 
freaking having an existential crisis. Let's take another break. Because you, because you'll be turning forty then. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will. Um, that's because so I'm, that's because I'm old <laughs> as hell. Anyway, um, uh, let's take a break, and then we're gonna come back. We've gazed into the future. Now we're gonna take a look back in the past and celebrate the history of the Engaged Family Aiming Podcast. Yay! Woo! Hi everyone, this is Steven Dutzman. I'm the host of this podcast. Engaged Family Gaming is supported on Patreon. So, if you like what we do and have a dollar to spare, head on over to patreon.com slash engagedfamilygaming and pledge. Every dollar helps. to the third segment of the Engaged Family Gaming Podcast. My name is Stephen Dutzman. I'm still your host, still here with the Princess of Power and the man behind the curtain. Um, We went around the horn. We uh, gazed into the future and talked a little bit about the PlayStation 5 and a little bit about the Xbox Scarlet. You didn't? Isn't it just kind of like built in? Don't you have like... Don't you have like some... my brain? Yeah, your brain. But don't you have like (laughs) Sailor Moon tarot cards or something over there to like... Um, uh, uh, like within reach. Oh, you actually I have, do? I have Persona tarot cards. Okay, all right. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that was so on brand. That was oh. definitely on it was brand. It's extremely on brand. This is true. Definitely on oh. brand. Definitely on brand. Okay. So, oh my God, that was the funniest thing. The fact that I said that, like, totally as a joke, and you were like, son, listen. Son, listen. I got you. Oh my God. Um, Okay, so I have to like get, I have to get over, I have to get over that, um, because that was so funny. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're gonna talk a little bit, um, about the Engaged Family Gaming Podcast. So, did 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 I mention that this is our two hundredth episode? Two, um, two hundred episodes. Now, we don't, we are not every week. We've missed a few along the way, but. Episode one, this is how crazy this is, John. This is how long we've been working on this. Because John has been the producer on every single one of these episodes. Um, This poor, poor soul has had to listen to my voice. Like, everybody else has a choice. Like, he doesn't. Yeah, Yeah. he doesn't have a choice. Like, everybody else, like, kind of can choose to tune me out. He can't. He has to listen. Um, Our first episode aired October 12th of 2015. Um... Yeah. We've been doing this a long, long time. So October twelfth, two thousand and fifteen, um, and our first hosts were me and uh, Kelly Allard, the she who needs no title, and Ben Foster, the professor. Um, we and then my first video game host was my wife. Um, and we've had a number. Well, the general. The general. Yes. The general. We have had some just a wide array of people stop through either for a short, brief stint or longer ones. Um, people remember Stacy, who uh, I'm hoping to get back. She's done with her master's degree now, um, and now she's like a real 
like big girl librarian, so maybe she'll have more time to come back. Um, you would love Stacy. She's mastered it. She has in fact mastered it. Um, uh, Amanda, you would love Stacy. Her husband Dan yeah, was on for a while. Yep. Um, they also uh, are dorks and LARP with us. Um, and you will That's probably awesome. meet her. Um, when I bring you. Um. We have had the infinite co-host. Obviously, my brother has stepped on every once in a while. Amanda, have you met? You haven't met my brother. I have not. Um, I have not inflicted him upon you. Um, that'll you probably happen. At some, that'll happen at some point. Um, and man, just a Rob Collegian. Can't forget him. Uh, from a pawn's perspective, um, he's just so busy with four kids, and one of his kids sings in like a national choir, so they like travel all over the place. It's nuts. Um. Along with just so many crazy guests, many of which will be making a return tour over the next couple of months, which I am very excited to uh, announce some of the, the cool secrets, some of which Amanda is helping me coordinate, even though she doesn't really know, but she she knows now. Um, I do. So, I know now. Oh, you know well, now. I so, well, I um, the... All right. So, this has been... You know, for for me to gush for a few minutes, this has been uh, 200 episodes. Like, this was a joke initially. Like, the idea of, when I started Engage Family Gaming, the idea of starting a podcast was, oh, yeah, that's just something I'll do sometime. Um, and Tomlinson was at a LARP event with me, being like, no, really, bro, you should, you should do a podcast. Um... You told me it was like Steve, come on my podcast. Well, talk about. Uh, I think it was B Fig. Yeah, and like tell me like what it's like to be on a panel. I want to know. Yeah, because like at the time, my podcast was about asking people like what they do yeah. or like what's a random thing, kind of like uh, the Dork Forest, where like you ask oh. people about things yeah. and that sort of thing. So I dragged him on, and then he's just like. So what do I have to do? Like, yeah. Just record it in audacity. I'll fix it. Yeah. It was, that was what was so cool about it is that, yeah. you know, it was meant as a joke, but then Tomlinson was eventually like, he knew I needed to get behind a microphone once. Yep. Um, so he just forced me on there. Um, fun fact, the game that I talked about, Ori and the Blind Forest, was the first video game I ever talked about on a recording. Um, and now uh, there are probably close to a thousand hours of me uh, floating around the internet. Uh, my the, those poor souls. Here's my voice. And now we're now with episode two hundred, we're launching a whole podcasting platform where there are going to be how many? Did we we did the math before the show started, Amanda? There's going to be like six more. Um, yeah, one, two, four, five, six. So uh, seven, if you include the super secret top secret project that's coming after January one. The good news is for John Tomlinson, he doesn't have to uh, produce many of them, if any. Um, so the um, it's been a wild ride. So John, I'm glad that you're here, so I can say thank you for kicking me in the pants and making me sit in front of a microphone. Um, thank you, f uh, and also thank you for editing all 200 of these episodes. It has been a thankless job, so I'm finally saying thank you. Um, and I'm done now, right? Nope, nope, because we're on <laughs> to infinity and beyond, son. Um, we're going for another 200. Um, all right. <laughs> so um, the it has been. I mean, it turns into something that not only do I enjoy, but it turns out I'm a, I I like to think I'm not terrible at it. Um, 
And it's kind of taken over the content for the website. We started as kind of like a podunk blog, and now we're a full-on podcasting network. And lucky enough to have met Amanda, who adds like a certain authority to what we do, right? Um, Because... We we sound legit when we say her name. Yeah, Amanda, (laughs) having Amanda Farrow, the Princess of Power, definitely adds to the legitimacy um, of this podunk podcast. So, Amanda, thank you for slumming it with me. Oh, my goodness. This is not slumming it. Um, I, I know, but it's it's the bit. It's the bit. The bit. Like, um, I know. You don't like the bit. You you are one of the people on this earth that hates my self-deprecating humor almost more than anyone. I think you hate it more than my mom does, um, which also... It might be because I'm from another country and a different coast. Yeah. All right. So it's... It's on brand is what you're saying. Um, Extremely on brand, yes. So when, so speaking of you from the other country, so when I posted the picture of Squirrely Dan um, on my Facebook wall, like did that – did did you get like a certain level of re- additional respect for me that I knew who Squirrely Dan I did. was? Okay, that's good. I did. Um, I, that's good. I just watched the new season the other day. It was so amazing. I can't, oh, my God. I, I loved it so much. It's worth oh, mentioning. I'm so oh, mad. I'm so – Mad, but it was so good. Um, yeah, because it was only six episodes. Um, it's true. We're talking about a it's show that garbage. is not EFG appropriate, not, not for children. Yeah. But but it's definitely for people who know Canadians and or are Canadians. Um, like Amanda. So, um, sure. Amanda, thank you very much for joining us for the. I've, how many? I mean, I can't even remember when you started at this point. You started in like March, right? Or was it the beginning of the year? Yeah. Might have been February. I know that over the holiday break, I was like, hey, we were just chatting in Discord. And I was like, hey, does your contract, like, have, like, a non-compete? Like, can you just be on my podcast, like, forever? Because we were talking about you guesting on my show forever, and it just never happened. So it turns out that Amanda is the opposite of commitment-phobic to podcasts. Like, she doesn't want to guest. She just wants to move in. She wants to pick out podcast China and just, and that's fine. It's great. Pick out paint chips. And, and listen, by paint chips, I mean logo colors. <laughs> logo colors. Um, new logo is coming, by the way. Um, so the, um, and so you, you came on and gave us this whole level of legitimacy, um, which is great. Um, and next week, Linda's going to be on with us and, that's, I mean, she's been, she's been my friend for almost 20 years. I love and Linda. She's great. Um, I don't know how often she'll be on the podcast over the next handful of weeks. Unfortunately, her husband is having some back surgery, so she'll be taking care of him a little bit. Um, he's cool. He just. Good nurse. She's going to be nurse Linda. She's going to be nurse Linda. She's going to be like the Pokemon, uh, the nurse from the Pokemon well, Center. That that John's right. also been on our podcast, too. Because oh, yes, because he does. He, at his house. He, so. he, he does, uh, in fact. Um, he's, he messaged me today because he's going to be on his back for six weeks. So he's like, can you suggest some very long video games to me? And I was like son let me make some suggestions um i'll tell you what i suggested to him afterwards you're gonna be very impressed um i believe you he's gonna have a time um so the um so yeah this has been so enough gushing about like who's been on the show or whatever i can't wait until linda comes back is on next week with jenna and you um 
And, you know, so we can talk about some of the cool board game stuff we've talked about. But so I tried to look back at some of the noteworthy video game stuff that has happened. Here's what's weird. Only one console has come out since um, engage, since this podcast started, and that was the Nintendo Switch. Um, we missed the PS4 and the Xbox One because those actually came out in 2013, believe it or it not. Yeah. Um, yep. But we have been through the launch of the Nintendo Switch. Um, which uh, has certainly been a wild success, and we're certainly going to be here next year for the PS4 or PS5 and whatever Xbox starts with it. Um, the uh, here's here's what I wanted to do because I always think of we, when we think about video game years, you know, forget consoles. Like we talk about the games. So what I thought I would do, so let's take a little trip back in memory lane. Um, uh, and uh, talk about some of the games that were the game of the year for Engaged Family Gaming. And we talked about these extensively yeah. on the podcast. So we're going to start with last year. Now, John, you cheat because you edited all these. You know all these. Although um, I had to look some of them up, even though I'm the person that chooses. Amanda gets to help choose this year. Um, but um, because I, it needs to be at least somewhat balanced. So Guess what, guys? One of our games of the year is going to be super weird because Amanda's helping. Um, I didn't mean that in a negative way, um, although it sounded like it. So last year, our game of the year was Spider-Man from uh, so Marvel Spider-Man from PlayStation Four. Far and away, like man, listen, uh, our grown-up game of the year was God of War. How crazy! Like last year had God of War and Spider-Man in it. Um, Nintendo just didn't really bring the pain the same way last year as. Sony did. Oh, they well, bring it in this year. Well, well yeah. They, well, they did, but they did in November and December. We got yes. Pokemon Let's Go, and then we got Smash. True. Within weeks of each other. It's true. And But, like, there was no big, you know, sprawling narrated game. Yeah, it's true. You know, that's why, like, God of War is just one of the greatest pieces of art. that You could watch that as a movie. Yeah, and it would be like a PG thirteen movie. So yeah, you did. What was that? My secret you... shame is I still haven't played it. You should uh, because it's I didn't short. Spoil it. Yes. No, no, no. And it's, it's totally $20. fine. At this Amanda, point, $20. no, we have it. We have it. We have like two so copies. Why are you talking to us? <laughs> <laughs> because she's working. Because I'm playing the Outer Worlds. Um. <laughs> um. At this point, if she didn't play, she ain't gonna oh, play. God. Copies of God of War. We only have the one. Ah, oh, that's right. We have two copies of Spider Man. My bad. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of game of the year last year, I mean, so yeah, it, I, I would too. recommend God of War for nothing else because you could beat it in a day. Um, yeah. So I think that that's like a great rainy day and just put it on easy and churn through it. Unless you're one of those people that has to play games on hard, just play it on easy and just enjoy the story. I play it on it, normal. It's very linear, anyway. but like also open world, but it's beautiful. It's not really. It's an open. It's anyway. I don't want to talk. It's not an open world. It's definitely not. But anyway, yeah. You we don't. We're, this is not the God of War podcast because that is definitely. Um, it's a soft. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Compared to his other soft ventures, app. so let's go to 2017. Now 2017, really weird, right? So the Switch came out that year. Um, we actually have. So we don't pick we, – we, I picked our five games of the year, and everything was – the whole year was dominated by um, the discussion of really two games. 
Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Horizon Zero Dawn. Probably the best year for, like, EFG games ever because it was just no question. Extremely good year. (sighs) Let's talk about Horizon for a minute. Like, so, Amanda, how good was that freaking video game? Uh Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Like, top to tail. Yeah. The, The thing that caught me... so. People on this podcast have heard my story about my Switch. You have not. So just to to share it very briefly, um, I bought my Switch on Amazon. You know where the story is going now. So I bought my Switch. I do. And uh, it did not come on time. So I took Friday and Monday off from work. The Switch came out on Friday. I was like, I'll do an unboxing video on Facebook Live. I had like all these plans. I had like a whole piece of paper of all these pieces of content I was going to make. And Thursday night, I called Amazon and I was like, hey, so I just want to make sure, is it coming? And they were like, yes. But it's at a shipping facility in New Jersey. And I'm like, cool. So that means it's probably going to show up at some point tomorrow. And they're like, yes. And I'm like, are you sure? And I asked, I just want to say this. Can I drive to this shipping facility in New Jersey and just get it now? Like, can you just get it off the truck? I will drive there right now and get it. No, you can't do that, sir. Which I know that they couldn't let me, but I had to ask, right? It's true, you did. Because I 100%, because this was at 10 o'clock on Thursday night, I 100% would have gotten in the car, driven to New Jersey, gotten that switch, and gotten, come home. Now, I believe you. Um, But it didn't happen. So uh, the next day, I went to GameStop to buy my copy of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, And I did. And then I get a call from the general who was like, hey, so I called Amazon and it turns out that not only was the Switch not in a shipping facility in New Jersey, they don't have a shipping facility in New Jersey. (laughs) Which I'm sitting in the back of... um, I'm sitting, like, in the back of a GameStop, like, where the t-shirts are, and I was like, excuse me, what? Um, and... What? Um, and so I rage-purchased Horizon Zero Dawn. I was like, well, so my Switch isn't coming. So I was like, "All right, fine, whatever. And so I proceeded to play 30 hours of Horizon Zero Dawn between Friday at noon and Sunday morning. Ooh, dang. Um... And, man, I'm going to be real with you. That was a good way to play that game. <laughs> so, um, So I played it, and I stopped. Because on Sunday afternoon, Legends, the, the Switch showed up. came up. It came to my house Sunday evening while I was at my parents' house. So it sat in the freezing cold on my front porch. Um, I was terrified that someone was going to take it. But we got it. We brought it home. We did the unboxing. And then I proceeded to play Zelda Knowing that I only had that night and the next day, I proceeded to play Zelda for like 15 hours between that day and the next. So I played way too much video games. That was easily the best at like quality per hour of video game time over the course of a long weekend I have ever had. Um, and so I, they, I mean, they were they ran neck and neck for me as my games of the year. Horizon Zero Dawn is such a masterpiece. I mean, let alone the fact that you're Merida shooting robot dinosaurs. Thank you. Like, which, by the way, that's awesome by itself. 
Um, but right. also, man, like the the story as it unfolded, which I'm not going to spoil because people should play it. It's like eleven dollars regularly on Amazon for the complete edition, um, which is theft. Um, it really like I, I, some people say it was predict predictable. I did not. Maybe that's just because I'm dumb. I'm cool with it. Uh, it made the story better for me. Um, I thought that some of the places that it went were really interesting. It had something to say. Um, and, yeah. It's just really, really freaking good. Really good. And then what can I say about Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild that I haven't yelled at Anthony John Agnello on the internet about? Um, and he's still not listening to you. Oh, he definitely listens to me. I, oh, neither am I. Yeah. Wait, you're not listening to me? I'm not listening to either of you. Why? <laughs> I like She's it. ignoring us. Oh, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. No, 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 I was just kidding. I was talking about you and Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Because he and I spent, like, an entire episode fighting about it. It was the yeah. best. He he tried. He tried bringing them over to the you know Brother what? Wild side. I got and... him to say, okay, I can see that. That is, wait... Getting that man to say, okay, I can see that, that's actually pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty okay. Um, it's pretty okay. So so that's 2017, dominated by Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Horizon Zero Dawn. Now we're going to go even farther back. This is where things might actually be a surprise. Do you, Would either of you like to take a guess as to what the game of the year was for 2016? I don't even remember that far back. Was that Ori in the Blind Forest or no. was it the year before? Nope. Ori in the Blind Forest has never been our game, any of our game of the year. I thought it was on the website. It's on the list, but it's not like the one. Oh, okay. Remember, we do uh, five every year. Uh, all right, all right. I can't That's remember fair. what came out that year. I'll go with it. I Overwatch. Overwatch, yeah. Let me see that. You know, that's pretty good. How crazy like is that? that? Overwatch came out in 2016? Um, pretty cool. So and now it's chugging away on the switch. Yeah, well, it's, now we know why it took so long. <laughs> Extremely yikes! Extremely yikes! Well, you know what? It's fine. They'll just put out Overwatch Two, and whatever that means, whatever that looks like. They gotta announce something at BlizzCon in a couple of weeks. Um, you think? Oh, I actually ended up getting my BlizzCon ticket as a member of the press. You know, when they sent it to me and told me that I was allowed to go. When? A few days ago. Well, they got to fill the seats somehow. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm like D-list, man. Well, oof. I just keep dragging them in the press. <laughs> well, I mean, they got to do. Um, you think they're gonna have any uh, audience questions this year at BlizzCon? No, no, no. Not, no. not even a little. How many people are gonna be dressed up? Uh, how many people you think are gonna be dressed up like Winnie the Pooh? Um, anyway, so uh, people are all gonna be dressed up like May. Also, we said we weren't going to talk about this. Oh, yeah. but I'm just making – I'm just being sarcastic. Yeah, I'm not talking about it. I'm just making jokes. He's um, just being salty. I'm just being silly. Uh, they got to announce something. Joke. If it means that I get an announcement of Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2, then I guess what am I going to do? Um, so back to 2015, Splatoon. I'm going to say – oh, I was going to say Splatoon. All right, I'll give it to you. Splatoon, how crazy of a surprise was that? Amanda, thinking back to 2015 you – Mm-hmm. Probably shorter hair. Um, yeah, it's much shorter. Um, when they announced Splatoon, because this is one that I actually really wanted to talk about. When they announced Splatoon, um, did you think that game was going to be anything? No. Like, I thought it was going to be absolutely nothing. 
right? Like, I... So, I, when they announced it, I didn't even have a reaction, which, from me, is saying something, because I'm an unstoppable hype monster. And they announced it, and I was like, oh, neat. This is gonna flop. It wasn't until the global test fire where I was like, oh, <laughs> this yeah. is a video game. Um, my family spent months where our evening activity was passing the gamepad between the four of us. One match after another. My wife played. Both of my kids played. Um, it was crazy. And that game, not only did Splatoon 2 come out and just do bananas numbers, it has an esports scene. And clearly, yep. we're getting Splatoon 3 within the next year or two. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, that's that's been the games of the year that really we've talked we've definitely talked about all the time on our various podcasts. Uh, it's almost time to pick game of the year 2019, which is actually really hard, I think. Um, we'll decide that in December. That'll be a, a that will be a Skype chat for us then. But just to dump a little bit before that to 2014, how about Mario Kart 8? Could that has there been a better kart racer ever? No. The the fact that it's one of the best selling Switch games as a deluxe model, like just makes it one of the greatest games of all time. I mean it's definitely like, easily. Fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Easily amazing. And I think we've you and I have gotten into this, Amanda. Do you think maybe I'm maybe I'm remembering this. You don't think that they're gonna make Mario Kart nine, right? Is that right? Am I, somebody no, I told don't think me that they're it was me. It was you. I did it. You it was told... me. I did it. You're like, <laughs> I don't believe it. Um, I still think they will, but I'm not a betting man because the last time I made a bet, I ended up having to play a horse riding MMO during Extra Life. Um, Nicole it was Tanner glorious. Nicole Tanner did that to me. Um, so the so I'm not yeah, a betting he... man anymore. Yeah, listen, she played for keeps. Yep. Um, she, she, I was like, ouch. She went for it, man. And I was like, you know, that's a game for tween girls, and I'm a grown ass man. Like, you can't make me play that game. Um, it, it, I turned it into a stealth action game yeah, we did. because I played it as a stealth action game because I was trying to avoid contact with other players because <laughs> I didn't yeah. want them to chat with me because, dude, that's like gotta be a felony. Um, yeah. so the like definitely probably. Um, so. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, so what you what do you guys think of this year? Like, what as far as family games? What 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 is your family like? Let's not go say Jedi Fallen Order because it's T for Teen. Let's go straight up family. What what are you guys thinking this year? Like, oh, what's your preliminary? You're putting me guess? on the spot. Um, I think we need to play. I, I think spot. we need to play Luigi's Mansion Three yeah. and Pokemon first. Yeah. I think that that's a yeah. Fair, that's that's, that's a problem. Yeah, because if they are yeah. bad, then we have a problem. Because this year has been relatively this this year has been very challenging. Um, you know, looking at the because the the problem is, um, I I and we actually did some work on this. I was talking to the kids, um, because we started working on our holiday gift guides that we would be publishing very very soon. And looking oh, yeah. at the list, working on ours too, man. I hear you. Um. So, actually, I mean, my game of the year right now, and this yeah. is before the, it, it is all finished, is uh, Steam World Quest. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's where we're at, folks. It's, it's not a Goose Game? I actually haven't played Goose Game yet. You haven't played Goose Game? I haven't played I, Goose I, Game either. Um, it came out at a really awkward time. Yeah. Because same. it came out the Friday of the last uh, of, of a LARP event. Yeah, the one that we went to together, I think. Was it the one we went to together? No, I'm pretty sure it came yeah. out. It was it that weekend. Um, it was that weekend. So, yeah. and my daughter is hungry for Untitled Goose Game. I think I actually believe wholeheartedly that there is going to be this. I will actually bet this one mainstream quote unquote video game website is going to give Untitled Goose Game Game of the Year this year. I am certain of it. Some somebody out there, like a Euro Somebody's gamer, gonna or a be US funny. gamer, or something, yeah. is gonna because it's dominated the conversation in weird, weird ways. Um, Especially but, the memes out there. Yeah, but SteamWorld Quest is go. darn good. Have you played SteamWorld Quest, Amanda? I have not. Are you a SteamWorld girl? I am not. That's I have we, never played those games. We've talked. You know what? We've talked about this. I keep asking. We have. Dumb, I keep asking these dumb questions. Um, it's not a dumb question, though. It is. SteamWorld Quest is just really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but you the, love stupid. It's your favorite. I do. It is my favorite. What about you, John? What do you think? So, like, I don't know. Like, the, like in a in a year that we had Mario Maker two, we had Kingdom Hearts three, we had Zelda: Link's Awakening, mm-hmm. we got this Ring Fit Adventure, which is like getting a lot of hype out there. Like, I don't. Yeah. Oh, you got it, Amanda. How I is got it? it. I have. Well, I previewed it at. Uh... Golan's offices. It was pretty cool. So I haven't played it yet because I haven't had any time. And then we have the Just medieval a... uh, remake later this week. Yes, very true. Yeah. So like, it, it's a weird there's a lot, And there's a lot of stuff squished into these last couple of months. So it'll be really interesting, you know, towards the end of the year when we actually get to really sit down and discuss it. I, um, because, I don't know, man. It's crazy this year. but And it's like and I don't know what next year is going to be because from, you know, we know cyberpunk and all that stuff. But like for us, I don't know. Yeah. So, folks, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Oh, and Tetris oh. 99 was this oh, year. Oh, man, I forgot. Yeah, Tetris 99 yeah. game of the year. I forgot. Forget it. Tetris 99 is totally. definitely of the in the top. Um, but it's totally weird worth you can't... the $10 for the DLC. Yeah, I would think so. So, oh, yeah. folks in the internets that are listening. I'd love to hear your thoughts too. We're going to go ahead and share this into our community. Um, that would be uh, engagefamilygaming.com slash community. That's our Facebook group. Um, or you could join our Discord at engagefamilygaming.com slash Discord. Um, we're going to share it there. I'd love to hear your thoughts, number one, about your games of the year over the last couple of years since this podcast has been in existence. I want to hear some of that, those thoughts. Specifically, I want to hear people's thoughts on Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild versus Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, or if they should just stand as equals within that year, um, and um, also let's talk. Let's just start talking about this year because man, why not? We're dorks. We're supposed to rank video games. That's what we do. So um, with that, Amanda and John, um, this has been episode two hundred. Episode two hundred episodes. Two hundo of. The Engaged Family Gaming Podcast. So many hours of listening to your voice. Yeah, sorry guys. I like to talk. I know. So, um, 
I hope you folks enjoyed listening as much as the three of us enjoyed recording, taking a stroll down memory lane and um, pre-reminiscing the future. I, uh, I, we will be back next week for episode 200.5 <laughs> uh, because we're going to be coming back and talking about some of the wacky board game stuff that has happened, like Fireball Island yes. and Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition and all sorts of other cool uh, board game stuff that has happened. And we'll also be celebrating that with Linda and the General. Um, and boys, uh, <laughs> boy, is it going to be crazy. Because, man, my wife likes to make fun of me. And it's fine because I love it. So um, see you all next week. And until next time, don't forget to get your family game on. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Music for the Engaged Family Gaming Podcast is Android Sock Hop by Kevin McLeod. An audio production by Six Pack Nerds Productions.